Welcome everyone to the Pro Football Doc YouTube Network. Today, the world is a buzz doc. Dak Prescott, will he play? Will he not play? There was some interesting news coming out of the gambling world about this. But Doc, we want to get your thoughts first on the health of Dak Prescott. What you think, is he healthy enough to play this Sunday? And some of the comments that Dak made, I know, uh, raised a red flag with you. Absolutely. Look, the easiest question is, is he healthy enough to play? And that is a resounding yes. If you go back to the video that we made the day that it happened, the evening that it happened before the bye, it was a resounding yes that he would be able to return to play. And you can see it here. But here's the key. If you look at the Instagram video from the Dallas Cowboys, he takes many further steps. I do not see a significant calf strain like we saw with Kareem Hunt. I do not believe Dak Prescott will go on injured reserve. As far as uh, will he play is an entirely different question. And we'd love to get into that and love to share a little bit of my experience uh, look, I get the world is a buzz. I feel that a bunch of phone calls from reporters and, and actually fantasy analysts, uh, uh, friends about the take on this. And the hardest thing, Thomas, that we do is from the outside, try and pre predict return to play. It's easier to say, what is the injury on video? Mm -hmm. Because you get all the facts. But in the other thing, uh, uh, it's multifactorial how the decision is made by teams and how to return someone to play. Well, Doc, one thing I thought was interesting in Dak's comments is he said he wants to play, but now it's up to medical. And as soon as I saw that, I thought of you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Return to play is always what I call a three-headed monster. And I'll give you a couple analogies. It's like Congress, the president, and the Supreme Court. And I'm not trying to get political, but each one branch has veto power. It has to be unanimous for it to be the law of the land. If Congress passes a bill, the president vetoes it, it doesn't go unless it's overridden. And if they both agree, the Supreme Court can override it. It's much like making a field goal. You need the snap, the hold, and the kick. Any one of those three going awry, it doesn't work. And here's what I mean in terms of Dak. Dak, like most athletes, can want to play all he wants. There's the medical side where do they believe it's safe to play? Is it worthwhile to play, et cetera? In this case, I think he absolutely can play. And they've said if this were the playoffs or, quote, important, he would be playing 100%. He absolutely can play. He's probably 85, 90% of himself in terms of mobility, but the worry is risk of re-injury. And this is where the team comes in. So there's the player, medical, and the team, right? And the team may say, hey, look, uh, this is a game that we don't have to have you for, probably not gonna happen because you know Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott, right? That's not close. Uh, but the team may be saying, or the owner, or in some ways medical saying the risk of aggravation is not worth it. Uh, I don't happen to love scoreboard watching in the second quarter. And we're still in the second quarter, end of the second quarter of the season. But the Cowboys are five in one. And the number one goal for every team is to what? 
make the playoffs, win your division. That's the first goal. They're five and one, and the rest of the NFC East is two and five. So that's a little bit of a cushion to deal with. But boy, if you lose against Minnesota and you still have to face Washington twice, Washington gets to control their own destiny, right? I mean, so without even getting into that, the decision to return is a three-headed monster. Medical, which is either the athletic trainer, the therapist, the doctor, the second opinion guy, the player, whether it's the player himself, the agent, sometimes mom and dad, sometimes the wife, right? I mean, where's that vote gonna come and be cast? And then the team, is it the position coach? Is it the coordinator? Is it the head coach? Is it the GM? Is it ownership looking at big picture and what have you? And this is what makes Dak a mystery. The medical side is easy. He absolutely can play, and he absolutely is a better option, in, my, in our opinion, six score and otherwise, than Cooper Rush. Period. End of story. But how will the team interpret the other side? Many times I've had conversations, Thomas, with teams that, let's say, in a different situation. All right, this cornerback has a hamstring. Uh, can we play him? You can play him, but there's a risk of re-injury where he'll miss three, four more weeks, uh, see Christian McCaffrey or whatever, or this quarterback might give up a touchdown, you know, if he pulls up lame. What do you want to do if this next guy isn't, he's 80%, if the next guy isn't 80% of this guy, you know, okay, maybe you want to roll the dice, but it's up to you as coaches. That's why you get the big dollars. So I was never absolute in what it is. So the question is, how will the Cowboys make this decision? Yeah, well, Doc, the, the, the odds makers have an idea which way this is going to go. We're going to get into that in one second. I just want to hit something really quick because I would have never caught this if I wasn't working with you and you called me up and told me right away. Dak made a comment that caught your attention where he kind of linked this injury to that terrible ankle injury he suffered last year. Tell everybody what, what you thought when he, when he mentioned that. Well, how do you find define linked? If it's a direct medical link, the answer is no. If it's an indirect link, the answer is probably yes. And if it is a mental link, it is 100% yes. And if Dak believes there's a link, then there is a link. But let me tell you, an ankle fracture dislocation has nothing to do with a calf strain, period, end of discussion. Now, we're the ones who said coming into the season, Dak isn't 100% on the ankle. That's how he got the shoulder, right? Is the shoulder linked to the ankle? Indirectly, of course, not directly linearly if you don't step into throws you throw harder you can strain your shoulder is the calf strain linked here well it's the same side but in general if you lose a little motion uh, on your ankle from the ankle fracture dislocation you're more likely to compensate with your other calf to make up for it than this calf so i do not believe at all that there is a direct link between the two indirectly of course and mentally, of course, we talked about here at videoprofootballdoc.com, you can go back and look at it. When Dak broke his ankle, I mean, his kneecap was facing north and his toes were facing east. 
And he went down on the ground. He didn't even call for help. He picked up his leg and he slammed his ankle on the ground to try and straighten it. You probably remember that. He's as tough as you come. Yeah. And then he calmly called for help. But that leaves a lasting impression on anyone. He, Dak is amazing, but he's human. So he's going to make the link. And I think it's healthy if he's come to the realization that this is something he needs to pay attention to, continue to rehab the ankle and focus on maintenance, et cetera. That's all good news for him here. But medically, I do not believe there is a direct link at all, but indirectly and mentally, of course there is. So hopefully that answers the question thoroughly. Yeah, and before I started working with you, I would have thought that that made sense. I've seen others say that it does have a link. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the calf and the ankle. But, you know, that's that's why I want to get your analysis on this because you, you told me flat out, no, it's a mental thing. And, you know, that's the kind of information you're going to get from Doc. So, you know, hit that subscribe button. These are the kinds of things we're going to give you all football season. Doc, my world, the betting world has spoken. <laughs> and man, were people going nuts on Twitter yesterday. This line had gone up to Dallas minus two and a half. In an instant, it went to Vikings minus one and a half. And now it's sitting at Vikings minus two and a half as of Friday morning. So. Here's how lines change. There's only two. Two reasons lines will change. One, pro better money comes in across the board on a team, or two, information, okay? This line can't change that much with pro better money. There's information floating around the betting world that Dak's not going to play. Um, and again, listen, this isn't, this isn't the mob, right? The, the <laughs> odds makers are like anybody else. They have sources. They have people inside teams, right, that leak them information uh, so they can get the jump. So based on Las Vegas and odds makers around the world, Dak Prescott is not playing. Well, there, there, there you have it. And all I say to that is Dak Prescott absolutely could play, play. physically. Now, if he, if he does play, I think he can be very effective in the pocket. He can be mobile in the pocket. He can play safely, but they're not going to have any design run plays or boots. Quite honestly, that part of the game for the Cowboys quarterback has been gone this year because of what happened last year and probably rightfully so and safer. That's not to say on a key third and five that he can't run for a first down and get down. Okay. Um, and his calf strain, if you go back to our original video almost two weeks ago, is not that severe. Yes, you don't want to make it worse. But remember, it was a handful of years ago that Aaron Rodgers injured his calf for the Green Bay Packers in early December, late November. And we said, watch out, this can linger into the playoffs. And we all remember playoff montages where you have wide open green in front of him and he would pull up and not run and throw. And they did all right that year. They didn't win at all, but they did all right. So that was much worse than this one with Dak. And if you look at teammates' comments and whatever, C.D. Lamb, others, even Dak Prescott, that he really pushed it yesterday. And as of this recording, we don't have the final injury practice reports yet, but fully expect a third straight LP and fully expect questionable as the designation. You know, Dak has said the Saturday launch practice, right? The quote walkthrough thing before you get on the plane to Minnesota will be the final decision. 
And they already kind of know. They're either saying, look, we just want to make sure as he presses it, he has no setback and feels nothing on Saturday before we give him the green light. Or they're saying, look, we already know we're probably not going to do this, but let's play this out. And look, watch the media flow of news. Game time decision, real game time decision, right? That's what it's going to be. In my experience in the NFL in 17 years, it was super rare that there was a, quote, true game time decision like we didn't know. Now, often we're like, we think he can go, but let's get to the stadium early Sunday and double check. That's true. Okay. Or we are pretty sure he's not going to go, but sure, let's work it out and check every box and see. Absolutely. But the way it's portrayed is 50-50. We don't know. Look, the medical staffs know. The teams know. This is their job 24-7. It is ridiculous to think that, gee, I don't know. Right. By the way, Thomas, I talked about this once on our uh, segment uh, with SiriusXM with Mark Dominic when he was hosting uh, with Bruce Murray. And I said, Mark, when you were GM with the Buccaneers, how many true game time decisions right. where you didn't know did you really have? And he's like, yeah, they were very few and far between. Uh, very, very. So now, you're, what you're saying, Doc, you're saying is when when OBJ goes out and, and the whole world's like trying to wonder, you're saying it's not like the medical staff is sitting there with no idea whether or not he's going to play. They're, they're 90% one way or the other. They just want to test it out just to see, correct? Yeah, they're looking for confirmation, leaves mm-hmm. no stone unturned. Look, if you wake up sore, maybe you don't play, right? If you, if you, uh, even if you feel great, you're probably not going to overrule the previous decision of, of not to play. I can remember, certainly on one hand, or maybe uh, through 17 years, maybe on a cartoon character's hand, the number of times where literally I went out there with the head athletic trainer with the position coach or coordinator and watched. And that's a key. Like you'll see reporters, right? Say, oh, so-and-so is out in the field testing it out. Let me tell you something. If the head athletic trainer ain't there, the head team doctor ain't there, and his position coach or coordinator ain't there, that's not a real game time decision because they're not looking at it. They're just saying, warm it up and tell us how you feel. They kind of have an idea already, right? That's at least what we would do. And that's something you could key on uh, with some of these pregame videos from the beat reporters, from the stadiums, et cetera. And the other thing is, sometimes when you see a guy work out early, look, on game day, because you're, especially if you're on the road, but even at home, you, the players that aren't playing get in their rehab before the game. So it's not always just testing it out per se. And just because a guy real quick and goes in, that doesn't mean he's out. That may mean, mean, mean depending on the situation he's in, because he doesn't want to burn more energy right now, right? So it's not black and white simple. Uh, you got to look at the circumstances of the situation. And that's why video and then context is so important to me. I'm sure if the NFC East were log jammed at four and two, Dak Prescott would be playing 100%. But because they have the cushion, we'll see how they look at it. And as you say, the betting market is saying he's not going to go. 
Yeah, that, and well, this is fascinating. We'll we'll see how this turns out. Uh, the, we'll have all you know. So hit the subscribe button. Go to profootballdoc.com at profootballdoc on Twitter. We'll be all over this uh, all weekend. Uh, doc, uh, unique analysis as always, as only you can provide. Uh, thanks for the time, and we'll see how this turns out on Sunday. Yeah, thanks, and and you know you can apply the same discussion points related to Baker Mayfield and whether he's going to play mm-hmm. on Sunday. Physically, I believe he can. The question is, how strong is his rotator cuff? You're not waiting for the fracture to heal. So it's a little different dynamic. They have different records, different situation. But think of that three-headed monster as having to be unanimous for any player to return to play. Yep, and we'll have all the six scores up on at profootballdoc.com for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, for the Browns and Baker Mayfield, every team. Doc, these have been um, very impressive so far this season, our SIC scores and our field views. So make sure to go check those out. Um, and like I said, we'll be all over the Dak injury, all the injuries throughout the weekend. Um, so, Doc, thanks again, and we'll see you all soon.